0: Is Kyrie Irving the biggest swing player in the Western Conference? Can he swing the title the most for any team in the Western Conference? Coming up on today's Locked On. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On, now it's Bucs. Mavericks are NBA champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! Thank you, USA! If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Welcome to Locked On Mavs. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris, contributor Mavs.com, studio 41 in the corner three. Guys, today I'm riding solo. Dad's away. Dad's in Mexico. That's Nick. And guys, we could just party. Uh, today we can party this week to be honest but thanks for listening to the show every day and for making locked on your first listen every day if you're an audio only person you listen in the car on the way to work or in the gym and you want to subscribe just search locked on on your podcast platform of choice or if you're on youtube hit subscribe and leave a comment below and here's here's the deal leave the comment who's the biggest swing player when it comes to the nba title next year and i'll talk about how i'll define swing in in a little bit more in a little bit but basically who's the guy with the biggest variance that can swing an nba championship next season the most leave that person leave that uh, player below if you want to support the show you can subscribe on youtube or you can text us through our subtext we send out rumors we send out the latest news q a's and more you can just click the link in the description to get signed up all right today like i said nick is uh you know he's partying up in in mexico he's with his lovely wife she's pretty awesome she's the best half out of the angstead uh, crew probably better at tears of the kingdom also i probably put my money on her um we just get to hang out this week. You know, if we just don't tell Nick what happens, then we can just have a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know, might have some might have some friends on this week, uh, probably ride solo like I am today. Uh, we got to talk about some Grant Williams uh, podcasts recently. He said some things that are incredible. Got to talk about that. But today's topic is something I've been thinking about over the past, uh, I don't know, week or so of who are the players in the league that have the biggest i'm calling them swing players but there's probably a better term for that i mean people throw out the term x factor all the time and i don't know i i kind of want to lean away from x factor because everybody has their i guess everybody has their definition of swing too but everybody has their definition of what an x factor is and some people go with like x factor is like you know like deshaun stevenson is the x factor and it's like i no, i'm thinking of the players in that upper category that that can literally swing a title that could swing a a team it even i'd probably take a step below because i have one player on this list that is probably a step below this other team's probably not a title team but has the biggest variance of if they're at their best all around then it puts their team in the title conversation it puts their team in the conference finals conversation it puts their team on the list that they can make a finals run. Um, it's also the biggest like unknown. Also, like there's a there's a variance of hey, this player could totally flame out this season for multiple reasons, and you know there's a there's a a low and there's a high, but there's also like this unknown factor of why I put these players into this group because it's you can't predict it you have no clue what you're going to get and so yeah if you want to call it swing i'm calling it swing if you want to call it x factor a star x factor you want to say that but basically if i know what i'm getting from this star then i'm not putting them in this list so there are some players out there like all right you know there are some names i think the third segment i'm going to throw out some random names that didn't quite make my list uh but i'm like i can't fully predict what I'm you know what we're going for there but so today I want to talk about five players five players that are the biggest swing players in the league next year now I'm not throwing out I'm not throwing out a player that plays for like the Houston Rockets and be like Cam Whitmore biggest swing player you know one of the biggest swing players in the league what if he proves he's a top five pick Houston's still not going anywhere they're still gonna suck so that's that's my example and we got to start with with the Mavericks owned because I think because this is obviously where this mindset where this um, I don't want to say conversation makes me sound like I'm like, I don't know, a start and split or the movie is about me. I'm like having combos with myself over here, but it's made me think about that. I'm like, man, what what is the variance how hard it is to predict Kyrie Irving season next year, but it's like how hard is it to predict? But also, man, like you can see both sides. You can see your know, ways that this goes down a path that we don't like it. Uh, there's also ways that we can see this path going to the mountaintops of man. Like, can he be at okay, let, let me start off this. Let me start it this way. I'm going to read off a couple of statements that I think can be true. Can Kyrie Irving at his best next season help Luka lead the Mavs to the Western Conference Finals? I'll take it a step further. If Kyrie Irving Kyrie is at his best next season, can he help Luka lead the Mavericks to the Finals? I think he can. If Kyrie Irving's at his best, can Kyrie and Luka be a top three duo in the league? I think they can. At his best. What's some other duos you want to throw out there that are like best in the league? Jokic and Murray. Okay. Booker and KD. Okay. Doug McDermott and Wimby. Uh, Probably a few spots down. What's the other duos out there? I mean, I'm just throwing them off the top of my head right now. I mean, there's there's so many duos in the league, Kawhi and PG. Like, we could go all day with duos. Jalen Brown and, you know, Jason Tatum, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie but can they be a top three duo in the league if Kyrie Irving's at his best next season yes I think they can can Kyrie be Lucas best teammate he's ever had yeah like skill wise and everything yes but however you feel about Kyrie Irving the basketball player or the person reliability hasn't been his forte so like this is the thing that this is why you know Nico Harrison takes the chance of trading for Kyrie Irving because all the statements that I just said, because if everything goes right and if everything hits and if everything is like we all want it to be next season, then yes, this could be one of the best duos in the entire NBA, but you also can't ignore the other stuff of why it puts him on this list as one of the biggest swing players in the whole Western Conference or even in the league because he hasn't been available on the basketball court for a plethora of reasons. I'm not even going into detail for all the reasons, but we think back to the Kyrie shot in the finals as the, the pinnacle Kyrie moment, and it should be, right? Like, that was an awesome, huge moment. They end up winning a title. He has a ring. He is an NBA champion, but that shot happened in 2016. This coming playoffs, that will be eight years since 2016 happened. Kyrie hadn't been to, or Kevin Durant hadn't become a Golden State Warrior. Luca was still in Madrid. And Tony Parker was still the point guard of the San Antonio Spurs whenever that that shot happened in 2016. I say that to say it's been a long time since Kyrie hit the shot in the finals that a lot of us still think and play over in our heads. He's since played for Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets. We've talked a lot. I mean, everybody has talked about his tenures at both of those places. He hasn't played in 70 games uh in at least 70 games since that 2016-17 season he's missed over 300 games in his career so far and we I mean we can list the reasons why a lot of it it has been because of injuries we know the uh the stuff that happened with Brooklyn there's been a suspension there's been um you know time away from the team you name it over since 2016-17 over the past eight seasons he's missed a ton of time for a lot of different reasons And that's why reliability is something that you got to throw it out there no matter how much. I mean, I am so excited for this upcoming season. And the Mavericks and Luca and Kyrie, I believe in their pairing. I think they'll work. I think it will work to a really successful degree. But you also can't ignore the reliability factor of Kyrie Irving. I want to keep talking about this just for a little bit, and then I want to give you my four other players along with Kyrie that I think are the biggest swing players in the nba next season for the nba title but first let's talk about fan duel let's pull up some fan duel odds here mvp for the nba next season 2023 2024 mvp nikola Jokic set at plus 430 Giannis plus 500 luka at a plus 650 here's one i'm legitimately eyeing okay i wish they had it wimby or the field i've been on this i was on this before the draft before i even went to the spurs uh, sometime somewhere in between the lottery and the draft, I was like, "Man, where's the odds for this?" Because I want to, I actually want to bet this, of Victor Wembanyama for rookie of the year versus the field. Now, FanDuel doesn't have the field, but they do have some other players. They have Wemby at a minus one forty. After him is Chet at plus four hundred. And here's the one. I mean, this is like begging. This is begging for right here. Scoot Henderson plus four sixty. I'm not going to lie, that's that's one of the more enticing ones I've seen for a while because I think Scoot's going to have a great season. I think Dame gets traded. I think Wimby is going to be good, but I think it's going to take a little bit of time, and I think Scoot's going to put highlights on. He's going to be a lot of fun. He's going to put up stats and all the stuff. So I would actually uh, do the uh, Scoot Henderson there. Take take your first uh, swing at this uh, on FanDuel. Get ten times your first best bet amount in bonus bets up to two hundred dollars. That's right, just twenty bucks. You'll lend two hundred dollars in bonus bets, win or lose. All in an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com/slash locked on. To get up to 200 dollars in bonus bets, that's fanduel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel, your official partner of I'm gonna do a plot twist here, Major League Baseball. Let's go. Oh, who's getting better at this music? Who's getting better at the music, baby? We got back in. uh, Oh, dang. Played over. I I brag too much. Nick got back from his last trip, you know, because I guess when you're big time at locked on, you just get all these vacations and you can just live it up and go do all these fun things. Uh, He was like, dude, your transitions are killing me because you just talk through them as you're like struggling to find the button. I'm like, you know what? Not all of us are professionals like you. Grady Dick want to be. He's got to be Grady Dick for Halloween next year. Um, Let's talk about Kyrie Irving a little bit more, and then I want to reveal some of my other players for this category. If we think of Kyrie Irving as a roller coaster, the peaks of Kyrie Irving's roller coaster is so dang high, and that's why you take the chance on somebody with the reliability stuff that Kyrie Irving has had. You take the chance because the peak version of Kyrie He's an eight-time All-Star. He's an NBA champion. And that's why you look at it and you look at it from a Nico perspective and say, all right, Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic worked. Now, J.B. should still be here. We all know that. But they had the playoff run, right? They beat this Phoenix Suns team. Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic as the duo. There are a lot of reasons why they won that series, but they had a successful playoff run went to a western conference finals there's no reason to look at that and say man Kyrie Irving and Luka can be that except Kyrie Irving has a notch up above Brunson I would say that Brunson is the more um reliable right but Kyrie Irving has the higher ceiling Kyrie Irving has the higher point of the roller coaster where you're like man this is so fun this is insane this is crazy Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic have the ability to be a top three duo in the league. I don't think Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic had the ability to be a top three duo in the league right now. So that's why Kyrie Irving, I think I, I think he's one of the biggest swing players when it comes to the title, especially in the Western Conference, but one of the biggest swing players. I think he's one of the five biggest swing players for the NBA title next year. That if Kyrie Irving is peak Kyrie Irving, and I know that's a big if, and I know non-Mavs fans, if you're listening to this, you're saying, dude, you're... Really hoping, and you're really betting on a lot if you think Kyrie you're going to get all this from Kyrie. I hope so. Because if he does, and all this stuff works out, and he plays, he's relative entry free, he plays a lot of games, everything is is going great. I still think Kyrie Irving is one of the most talented players in the league, and I think him and Luka will work. But there's also a whole (laughs) lane of this in which it doesn't work because of all the reasons we talk about. Next player on my list, um, Brad Beal. I think Brad Beal's one of the biggest swing players in the league. Like, where is his head at? <clears throat> this guy has literally one of the biggest contracts in the entire NBA. He has been sucking in Washington, DC on these bad teams. Ever since John wall jumped on the scores table, you know, Brad Beale's just been chilling, riding the bike around DC. Like, Hey, are we ever going to be good again? And a lot of that's it, you know, on him because he chose to stay there. But where's his head at now going to phoenix and can he be chris bosh like is he willing to be chris chris bosh can he get his three point percentage up to a respectable level can he i mean we all saw the report the other day is he gonna is he honestly gonna play point guard like i mean i just figured devin booker is going i mean they dumped campaign which whatever i feel like at some point they're going to try to go get a, a point guard out there but can Brad Beal play point guard? But the biggest thing of all, can Brad Beal play defense? Like who is going to defend Devin Booker? I think is an above average defender. I think he's improved a lot defensively. So I think he's going to get a lot of these assignments. But are you honestly going to ask Devin Booker to chase around Steph Curry or, to you know, guard him to guard a job ja Morant and then also beat Devin Booker on the offensive end? I don't know. It's a stretch. So I think Brad Beal has something to prove. To where I think he's one of the bigger swing players of this entire thing. Because I didn't put DeAndre Ayton on this on this list because I think I know what I'm going to get from him. I don't think there's a big unknown for DeAndre Ayton for me next year. I kind of like I can just see the role he's going to have right now. He's probably going to be pissed about it, probably going to get traded. But I feel like that's kind of like you can predict that. I can't predict Brad Peel. I don't know what he's going to be. And if so, my whole thing is if Bill's locked in, he can play point, he can defend guards, he can do all of that stuff. Then I honestly think they're one of the best teams in the league. And I think we're seeing a showdown in the Western Conference finals between the Suns and the Nuggets because the top four of those four guys on the roster, I think is pretty dang good. And we all know how annoying the Suns are. But if he's not, and he's his head's not in the right spot, and he's not willing to be Chris Bosch, and he can't play defense, and he's struggling playing, you know, with the ball in his hands and playmaking and all of that. Then I think they trade DeAndre Aiden super dang fast for a point guard. And we're seeing them scramble. You know, what's their record have to be early on for them to be scrambling, trading DeAndre Aiden for pennies? And it's, you know, DeAndre Aiden for any respectable point guard out there who can run an offense. I think that's a very real thing next person on my list i mean you can't really go down this and here here's the stretch for me because i think phoenix has a shot at the title i'm putting the mavericks in there because we are locked on mavericks your team every day so if i'm gonna put kyrie in there i gotta put i gotta put zion in there what (laughs) hmm, where can i go with this how locked in (laughs) how strapped in is Zion? Is he, you know, is he locked in? Is he, you know, is he aiming for, you know, the bucket there? Is he, can he penetrate to the basket? He's, he's pretty good at penetrating to the basket whenever he's healthy. And how serious is he taking all, all of this right now? And we saw we all saw the stretch. We all saw the stretch in which he was healthy last season, how good the Pelicans were, and all of that. But was that a flash in the pan, or is that something that was that's sustainable long term? What if Zion is the best of his career this year, he's in shape, he's doing his thing, he's not getting all that. If he is all of that, then the Pelicans, I think, can make a deep playoff run. If he's not, then is Zion traded before the deadline? I mean, probably, right? Because the Pelicans don't want to go through. Are the Pelicans going to waste another season? If Zion starts off, he gets hurt, he gets banged up a little bit, or he's out of shape, and he doesn't look engaged and all of that. Are they going to throw another season away just like waiting on Zion? Zion, I don't know why I carried that out so long. Southern accent, baby. Are they going to do that again? I just, I don't think they do. And I, so I think the best of it, they make a deep playoff run. Zion establishes himself as like the best young player on the Pelicans, which honestly, I don't think he is right now. I think it's Brandon Ingram. If not, I think we're seeing him traded to like Charlotte, you know, by December. Let's ta- let's take another quick break. And then we got to talk about Chris Porzingis. And then I have some other names to throw at y'all, and we can just, like, bounce around some names if if that's cool with y'all. I mean, it's cool with me if it's cool with y'all. Uh, let's take a quick break, then we re- we'll be right back. Let's go! We're back, baby. I guess I should have faded that out, but... Oh well, y'all get the point. Porzingis is one of the biggest swing players in the in the league next year for me. I think I think Boston, if I had to pick five teams, like hey, who, who are five teams that you are the most I mean, honestly we could do like three. Three teams you're the most excited to see in the first like two weeks of the season play basketball. For me, it's Boston. I gotta see what this team looks like. You trade Marcus Smart and Grant Williams, and you basically swap it out for chris Tops, porzingis and i'm not even doing that to like bash porzingis it's just a total different style of play and i think they lose a lot of toughness I, I think they lose a lot of reliability on who's going to be playing on the floor and the defense on the perimeter and all that stuff but now's your time bro like now that this is Porzingis' moment like for this whole this is the time for him to have the biggest season of his career to show everybody that you can be a, a a dominant, a good big on a really, really good team. He went from the, from New York to Dallas to Washington. And now he gets to play for a title contending team. And for him, I'll ask the same question that I did for Brad Beal, but it's all, it's a little bit more closer for him because of the roster makeup. Can he be Chris Bosh? Chris Bosh had that, you know, them, those seasons in Toronto, he goes to Miami we still talk about that big three with LeBron and Wade. And now we kind of have the, like, I don't know the vegetable version, the green vegetable version of the, of the heat. Like, because, you know, we have Tatum and Jalen Brown, two primary, bigger perimeter guys. And now you have this big, who can, um, who can you know, stretch the floor. Nick just texted me. He doesn't even know I'm recording right now. I should like read his text live on the thing, but um, but man, poor is, like, how healthy will he be? That's obviously one of the bigger things. Can he bang consistently with the best bigs in a league? That's a big thing. And just how does the style go? Because honestly, this is the one that, if Porzingis is at his best, he defends the paint, he's efficient, he buys into the Chris Bosh role, and he's like, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you are the stars of the team. Let me be the big man who can be the third guy and get my shots whenever I can get them and not force it and all this different stuff. If he could do that, I think Boston Celtics are winning the title. Kind of sucks to say. But just because I think I think they're, they're building there, I think Jason Tatum is really talented. And uh yeah, if not, I honestly don't know because they're kind of like bought into this team or like, I don't think if Porzingis is, you know, mediocre that they're trading Jalen Brown, I don't think that's happening. So uh, I don't think that affects Jalen Brown at all. To be honest, the fifth one is up for grabs on this list. I've, I've listed four players, Kyrie, Brad Beal, Zion, and uh KP. The fifth one's up for grabs. Like, who, who do y'all want to say? Do you want to say Kawhi? Yeah, like I literally wrote Kawhi in my notes and I'm like, okay, kind of tired of putting him on these lists. Like, do, is this what he is now though? Like he's he's going to be kind of banged up. He's going to rest here and there. He's going to have moments to where he goes Terminator Kawhi and he looks awesome. You get him into the playoffs. I mean, he could play 52 games and then he gets in the playoffs and he can be he could go supernova and be one of the best. I think his defense is taking a little shot, uh, a little step back but I just can't put him on this list because I just don't I honestly I feel like I we kind of know what he is now like this is just who he is and I mean watch him prove me wrong and he plays like I don't know 78 games and is an all-star and all this stuff I just I feel like those days have been so far long ago I mean it was the last time he played a full season when quite when Kyrie hit the shot like I, I don't know like so I couldn't put him, I don't think I can put him as a fifth player on this. Is it Damian Lillard? If Which I don't think there's no way he stays in Portland. If he stays in Portland, then he doesn't belong on the list because Portland will, will suck. I don't know, they'll, they'll be good. I shouldn't say that if he's on Portland next year. But if he goes to Miami, is he on this list? Because how far do you, how far up the list do you put Miami if Dame goes to Miami and he fits in perfect and he's exactly what they needed, now they have this big three of Damian Lillard jimmy butler and bam out of bio i don't know i don't put i don't think he would be my fifth option because i think i'm pretty confident that it'll, it'll work and I've, i feel pretty confident knowing like what i'm getting from dame so i don't think i could put him on this list i don't think there's a world in which dame goes to miami and he doesn't play well and it's not great is chris paul too old to put on this list for two different reasons, like, is there a world that Chris Paul goes to Golden State and is, and is has like an incredible season for them and is exactly what it, what they needed in the bench unit? And it like vaults Golden State back up to the top of the Western Conference as far as like record wise and regular season. He kind of alternates with Steph and does all this thing. Or is there a world that he plays well enough early on that they could use his contract to trade for somebody else once the season gets going, at, you know, a, a more long term piece and all that. Ultimately, I don't think he is. It's kind of sucks saying, well, he's kind of annoying, but I don't think he's good enough to be on this list at this point in his career. Um, I just think the other guys have a bigger impact on their team. And ultimately, you're probably all yelling at me in the chat, uh, this one name. But it has to be John Morant, right? Like for all the reasons we know that John Morant has missed games and all the stuff. He has to be one of the bigger swing players in the league next year. Now, I think the only argument against this is even if Jaws at his best, would you have Memphis as title contenders or would you have Memphis as conference? Fin- I think you could say conference finals, right? Like picture a healthy John ja Morant that's fully body and everything with a Marcus Smart, with Derek Rose coming off the bench. I know they had Tyus Jones last year, all that. Um, Desmond Bain's still there, Jaron Jackson all the you know all the crew and stuff so i think ja would be my fifth answer on this i'm probably forgetting somebody am i forgetting somebody let me know in the chat if i'm forgetting somebody i'm literally pulling up the list uh or the, a list of the league the the problem is it has to be somebody like i looked at philly and i said is joel and is there a bigger is there a bigger variance with joel and than some of these guys no i feel like we we kind of know what we're getting with with Embiid, same with Denver. Like everybody, I'm pretty confident knowing what we're getting. Minnesota, I it's not even a player that I think's a swing. I don't even know. Like it's about the the players like fitting. I think they could all play the best versions of themselves and still like not be good. I don't I don't know. Like that team, I just have big concerns about that team. The Lakers, you could give me the argument for Anthony Davis's health. Sure, yes, I'm just sorry i'm not going to talk about the lakers on a solo pod just by myself looking at a screen talking about the lakers and how good they could be if something swings right so can't do that all right guys that's it be back tomorrow might have a guest on tomorrow we'll see got some busy stuff happening with work and, and all of that but uh yeah we'll be back talking to basketball I gotta talk grant williams at some point Th- thinking about doing a dante exum pod um, we haven't really talked about him a ton, just kind of looking at his life career and all of that stuff. But, uh, hopefully today was enjoyable. Let me know who your swing player is in the league that can, that has the biggest variants that can have the lowest of lows or the highs of highs this year and, and affect the NBA title. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this season. I think Kyrie and Luke is going to have a, a, a monster season together and uh, I'm excited to see him play basketball. Guys, it's been great. I will be back tomorrow. Peace out. Boom.